We will begin the story in just a moment, but first I have a message for the parents out there. We are driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search. Match with Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed, because Indeed is your all-in-one matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. When I was looking to hire someone, the process was so slow and I felt very overwhelmed. I wish I had used Indeed because in addition to helping you hire faster, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash story. Just go to Indeed.com slash story right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash story terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed indeed hey everyone angie here i'm back again by popular demand to share even more fun stories from season two of story spectacular Here is another hot weather playlist perfect for all of your summer travels. Happy listening. Story Spectacular. Today's show is titled Shapes to the Rescue. If you enjoy this silly shape story, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review Story Spectacular on your podcast app. Who wants a story? Welcome to Story Spectacular, the ship-shaped show you can take on the go. Listen along in your poly wagon, while you're snacking on shape grapes, or even while you're dancing at a shape shindig. I'm your host, Angie. Today, we will revisit our friends in Shape Valley. Triangle and Circle are now the best of buddies. They decide to go out in the forest and pick some shape grapes together. All is going well until the teeny triangle gets stuck in a tree. Who will save the day and rescue the tiny triangle? Let's find out and begin our shapely story now. Shapes to the Rescue Circle and Triangle are now great shape friends. They love going on silly shape adventures together. What do you want to do today, Circle friend? I don't know, Triangle pal, but I'm feeling awfully hungry. What do you say we go to the orchards and pick ourselves some shape grapes? Then we can have a shape grape picnic together. Yeah, that sounds like a ship shape idea. The two friends skip their way out to the orchards. Huh, the shape grapes are so high up in the tree, but I'm too short to reach them. Here, little buddy, let me give you a lift. The tiny triangle hopped onto the circle's back. 
Woohoo! I can reach now. Here you go, Fred. Have some shape grapes. Gulp. Yummy! The two friends gathered more and more shape grapes from the tree for their picnic. They had almost filled up their basket to the brim when the tiny triangle spotted a great big grape way up on a high branch. Wow, that's the biggest shape grape I've ever seen. Look, Circle. Golly, that looks awfully tasty. Let's pick it for our picnic. The triangle reached as high as it could. Ugh, I can't quite reach it. Hey, I have an idea. Hold on tight, triangle. The big bouncy circle started jumping into the air. He bounced higher and higher and gave the command. Now let go, triangle. Ha <laughs> ha, okay. The big circle launched the tiny triangle into the air. It landed on the tall branch of the tree right next to the perfect shape grape. Wahoo, I've got it. Ha ha ha, yippee. But oh no, how will I get back down now? Ah, uh, gee, I don't know. Can you climb down to the next branch? Uh, no, it's too far. What am I going to do, Circle? The Circle thought for a moment. Try hopping down and I'll catch you. Oh, I can't do that. What if I pop you again with my triangle point? Ooh, you're right. Just stay put, Triangle. I got another idea to save you. But first, I need to go get help. Okay, but hurry before it gets dark out. The circle bounced its way back to Shape Valley and called to the other shapes. Help! The tiny triangle is stuck way up in a tree and can't climb down. Oh, no! Cry the other shapes. Have no fear, everyone. I think I have an idea on how we can save our friend. But we all need to work together. Follow me. The circle led the other shapes over to the triangle in the tree. Hooray, you're back. That's right, little buddy. We're here to rescue you. The circle looked around at all of the other shapes on the ground. Now I need everyone to line up in a row from biggest shape to smallest shape. The shapes quickly got in line. Now what? Asked the octagon. Now we make a big shape tower. Hop on my back, octagon. The octagon hopped onto the circle's back, followed by the square, then the trapezoid. The shape tower was getting higher and higher. Finally, it reached all the way up to the triangle in the tree. Good job, everyone. Now hold on tight. The circle turned slightly to the side, tipping the shape tower. Here, triangle, climb aboard. The triangle jumped off the tree branch and onto the tower. Then it slowly climbed down each shape until it was back onto the ground. One by one, the other shapes followed behind. They slowly climbed back down, making the tower shorter and shorter until everyone was back on the ground safe and sound. We did it! Hooray! 
Yay! Thanks, everyone, for saving me. That's what shape friends are for. Speaking of shape friends, I have a little something for my good pal, Circle. Oh, yeah? What's that? The triangle handed the circle the great big shape grape from the tree. Wow, thanks, little buddy. <laughs> Say, why don't we celebrate this victory with a good old-fashioned shape shindig? The shapes cheered and made their way onto the dance floor. Circle and triangle, we're playing with glee. Circle, bounce, triangle, up in a tree. know about you, but I always have so much fun spending time with the shapes in Shape Valley. You can have lots of fun, too, when you submit your favorite joke for our upcoming April Fool's Day All Jokes Spectacular. Ask a grown-up to either record your voice or write your favorite joke down for you, and then have them send it in to Angela at StorySpectacular.com. Then tune in to Story Spectacular to hear your silly joke on the show. Woohoo! Speaking of fun, let's keep the party going because we hit the jackpot with a huge batch of animal submitted by real life listeners just like you. Animal! Today's animal comes from our listeners Ben, Davy, Evren, Katrina, Kennedy, and Talon. Let's hear from our buddy Ben first. Hi, I'm Toad the Frog. I, I, I like when um, Tildy the Tortoise flies around in the hot air balloon and when she wins, wins the race. <laughs> Great job being a frog, Ben. That froggy impression really made me hoppy. Now, let's hear from Davy. My favorite my, my name is Davy. And Can you make an animal noise? <laughs> Good job. Now, in that voice, say your favorite story, spectacular story. My favorite. My favorite story of stories, spectacular, is flying adventures of Lizzie the Lizard. Love Lizzie Lizard. We love you, Angie. Bye. Wow, Davy, your dinosaur voice was dynamite. Let's check in with our listener, Evren. Hi, Tweet. My name is Evren the Bird, Tweet. And I, my favorite, and the 
show of the podcast is Dicker the dog when he was feeling ill. Bye-bye. Tweet. Hi. Bye-bye. Tweet. Tweet, tweet. <laughs> that bird voice was so tweet. Birdie thinks you're a real chirp off the old block. Next, we have Katrina. Squeak, 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 squeak. I really like Cinderella mozzarella. Aw, I love this mail, Katrina. I think it was squeaktacular. Now we will hear from Kennedy. Um, my name is Kennedy. I'm pig. And, and, and my favorite episode is... It's... Yay, you are really getting piggy with that animal, Kennedy. <coughs> Last but not least, we have Taylin. My name is Buzz, and I am a bee. I like to be a bee. And my favorite story is a home for Jasper Man. That bee animal was just beautiful. Buzz, buzz. <laughs> Weren't those animal submissions just spectacular? <laughs> you can send in some spectacular animal of your own. Ask a grown-up to record your voice and send it in to Angela at StorySpectacular.com. Looking forward to listening to more animal from our real-life listeners again soon. What a ship-shape episode. We had quite the adventure with the circle and triangle today in Shape Valley. Triangle was stuck in a tree and needed the circle and the other shapes to work together as a team to save the day. Then we heard some spectacular animal from listeners just like you who live all around the world. I just love when things come around full circle. Story Spectacular. Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. You can purchase my original children's books and shop for spectacular swag like stickers, t-shirts, and tote bags at storyspectacular.com shop. If you want to stay up to date with all things spectacular, then sign up for the Story Squad. It's free to join and you get access to song downloads, printable activity pages, and even a free ebook of Digger's Daily Routine. Just go to storyspectacular.com and enter your email at the bottom of the homepage. A big thanks again to Ben, Davey, Everin, Katrina, Kennedy, and Taylin for sharing your voices and tuning into the show. Listeners like you are what make this podcast so spectacular. Thanks for listening. Today's show is titled The Wacky Robots of Rebu and features the vocal talents of Mr. Eric O'Keefe from What If World. We robots parted to be drop. 
If you enjoyed this wackadoodle episode, be sure to subscribe on the Kids Listen podcast app. Who wants a story? Welcome to Story Spectacular, the wacky story show you can take on the go. Listen along in your robo-car, while you're chewing on nuts and bolts, or even while you're doing the robot dance. I'm your host, Angie. Today, we have Mr. Eric here from What If World to bring you all a wild and zany robot story. (laughs) Together, we will go to the island of Rabu, where some wacky robots are putting on a talent show. What sorts of righteous robot acts do you think we'll see? Let's find out and go to the show now. The Wacky Robots of Rabu. Welcome to Rabu, home of the wackiest robots around. My name is but you can call me Robbie. You're just in time for our annual Wacky Robot Talent Show. Take your seat, the show's about to begin. Our first act up onto the stage is... Karate Bot! Hello, Robbie. Thank you for having me. I am Karate Bot. Watch me karate kick this can. Uh, did you actually kick that can, Karate Bot? Okay, I just blasted it with a laser. (laughs) But I will karate punch this fruit punch. How do you actually punch fruit punch? Okay, I just stirred it. But now I will karate break this board. And karate meld it to this other board. And again. And now a little karate roof. There you have it, a brand new dojo. Wow, a karate bot and a builder bot. What incredible talent. And I will end with a deep robot bow. I bowed all the way into the ground again. Wowzy! Karate Bob will be a top act to follow. He was a real hit with our audience. Up next we have Magic Bot. What sorts of wonderful robot magic tricks do you think we'll see? Would you like to see me transform a rabot out of a hat bot? That sounds robotastic, magic bot. There. Wow, a real rabot. What else can you do, magic bot? Now I will make this number disappear. Look at this number one. Now, minus one from it. Number one, no longer found. 
Wow, your magic really adds up. Robbie, please help me do a card trick. Okay, Magic Bot, I'd love to assist you. Guess a card. How about Nine of Diamonds? You guessed the Nine of Diamonds. <laughs> is this your card? Why, yes, that is my card. Of course it is. I just printed it. Magic! <laughs> that was the wackiest robot magic I've ever seen. Thank you, audience. I hope you download my act to your permanent hard drive. Golly, that magic act was better than David Copperbot. Up next, it's Acrobot. Let's give this amazing acrobatic robot a warm welcome. Acrobot twirls baton. What magnificent baton twirling. Now Acrobot twirls hula hoop with baton. That's hula-tastic. Now Acrobot juggles batons with twirling hula hoops on them. Things are really stacking up for Acrobot now. Now Acrobot flies over a tightrope while juggling twirling batons with hula hoops that are on fire. Error, error, error. Yikes. Another reason why you should never play with fire. Just kidding. Now Acrobat eats all the fire. Burp. The end. Oh, wow. Let's hear it for Acrobat. Oh, bot. If I tried to do all that, I would have pulled my hamstring. Now, let's all get ready to giggle, cause up next, it's Silly Bot. I have many jokes. Please select joke. Please select joke. Uh, who, me? Yes, you, Robbie. Please select joke. Uh, okay. How about this one? Why was the robot angry? Because someone kept pushing his buttons. Commence laughter. Uh, you may have shocked them into silence with that joke, silly bot. Wow, tough crowd. I must be getting rusty. Commence laughter. You know what really grinds my gears? Sand. Haha, <laughs> that really grinds my gears, too. Commence laughter. What's the deal with airplane food? Robots just call it jet fuel. Haha, <laughs> jet fuel? That was a good one, silly bot. Commence laughter. When I have a good idea, a light bulb turns on in my brain. That's not a joke. I'm suffering mechanical failure. Oh no, are you okay, silly bot? Wait, I have an idea. I'll just stop having good ideas. Oh no, that was a good idea. Commence laughter. <laughs> you got me there, silly bot. That light bulb joke was just brilliant. Thank you. 
I will be here 6.7 more days. Thanks, silly bot. I am nuts and bolts for those robot jokes. For our last act, we have the music bot, who's ready for a delightful dance-off. Look, they're starting off with the chicken dance. Chicken dance. Now the electric slide. Electric slide. The zap, the zap, 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 electric slide. The zap, the zap, zap. How about the robot dance? A robot dance. Ba beep, ba boop, ba 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 robot dance. Ba beep, ba boop, ba ba robot dance. Ba beep, ba boop, ba 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 robot dance. Ba beep, ba boop, ba. Pretty cool, but can you do the human? Now everybody do the human. Look, the music bots are walking in a straight line. Now everybody do the human. And gently swinging their arms. Now everybody do the human. Just like a real human. Good job to make the human. Now freestyle music bots. And freestyle. Ba bak ba bak bak bak. The zap the zap zap zap. Ba beep ba boop ba ba. to hear some robot jokes, magic tricks, and fire sticks. Watch us spin and do high kicks. Karate chop and dance hip hop. We robots parted till we drop. Let's all do the robot wiggle, laugh, and play, and robot giggle. Ha 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 laughter. With a robot of Rabu, and we want to play with you. Jump and clap your hands and kick your tin cans. We're the robots of Rabu and we want to play with you. We like to sing and dance and wear robot pants. Break it down. We're the robots of Rabu and we want to play with you. Jump and clap your hands and kick your tin cans. We're the robots of Rabu and we want to play with you. We like to sing and dance and wear robot pants. Make it funky. A big thanks to all of our talented robots. Now, it's time to announce the winner. And the winner is... Every robot in Rabu for getting to see such a robotacular show. I hope to see you all again real soon on this wacky robot island of Rabu. Wow, what a wacky fun time. If you thought today's robot story with Mr. Eric was robotastic, then check out his podcast, What If World. He even does funny robot voices on his show, like the character Randall the Radbot. Mansicket officially blown. What If World is an imaginative and interactive podcast where kids submit questions for Mr. Eric to answer through hilarious stories. Questions like, what if a tiny dragon lived in my closet? Or, what if there were a never-ending bowl of ice cream? 
Or my personal favorite, what if cats rule the world? Find out the answers to these questions and even more wacky expeditions when you subscribe to What If World on the Kids Listen podcast app or wherever you like to listen. Speaking of all things wacky, Digger the Dog is back to tell us some bolt-busting jokes about robots. His name is Digger and he likes to tell jokes. My name is Digger and I like to tell jokes. Hi, Digger. Hey, Angie. I'm all supercharged up and ready to tell some robot jokes. Sounds great. Take it away, Digger. Sure. What song does a robot sing while riding down the stream? Gee, I don't know. What song does a robot sing while riding down the stream? Row, row, row your bot. Row, row, row your bot gently down the stream. I really hope that I don't get wet or I am gonna scream. What else makes a robot scream? I don't know. What? The sound of an electric can opener. Ah! Get that thing away from me. I don't want to be scrap metal. What's a robot's favorite music? Hmm. I don't know. What is a robot's favorite music? Heavy metal. Bolts about this song. Me too, Angie. It gets me feeling really charged. Right on, Digger. Those robot jokes were electrifying. Come back again soon and share even more jokes with us. Sure thing. Goodbye for now, robot pals. His name is Digger and he likes to tell jokes. My name is Digger and I like to tell jokes. Today's show was Robotacular. We traveled to the island of Rabu and met a whole bunch of wacky and very talented robots. Wasn't that an amazing robot show? We also heard some wacky robot jokes from our pal Digger the Dog. I can't wait to try out some wacky robot talents of my own. Sorry, Spectacular! Story Spectacular is hosted by Angela Ferrari. To learn more about the show and to watch spectacular videos, go to storyspectacular.com. A big thank you to Mr. Eric O'Keefe from the What If World podcast for lending his hilarious robot talents to today's show. If you had fun listening to Mr. Eric do funny robot voices in today's episode, then be sure to check out his podcast, What If World. It's packed with hilarious characters and stories inspired by questions from listeners just like you. I was even fortunate enough to work with Mr. Eric on a collaboration episode of What If World titled, What If Bobby Robot Delivered Pizza? Check out this sensational story and many others when you subscribe to What If World. Mr. Eric and I are also members of a grassroots organization called Kids Listen. Kids Listen is a community of people dedicated to creating and promoting quality audio content for kids. 
discover new shows, and revisit old favorites on the Kids Listen podcast app. And tell your friends about this wonderful organization. Help us get the word out so that even more little listeners can tune in to spectacular stories too. Thanks for listening. Have a wacky week. Mad Circuit officially blown. Story Spectacular. Today's show is titled Digger Feels Ill. If this sweet story makes you feel better, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Who wants a story? Welcome to Story Spectacular, the healthy story show you can take on the go. Listen along as you are relaxing on the couch, while you're chilling in a waiting room, or even when you just need a pick-me-up to help you feel better. I'm your host, Angie. Today, Digger the dog is supposed to come out and play, but he's not feeling very well. So, perhaps Bertie and I can do something nice for Digger to help him feel better. Let's see if we can make Digger's day a little nicer and begin our story now. Digger feels ill. Hi Bertie, where's Digger? The show has started and he was supposed to come over so we could all play together. Where could he be? Oh look, he left us a note. It says, Dear Angie and Birdie, I can't come out and play today because I'm feeling sick. I've got a tickle in my throat and a terrible cough. <coughs> my head is achy and I can't stop sneezing. Hachoo! I'm sorry I can't come out and play. It's so hard to be sick. I'm missing out on all the fun. And it seems like I'll never feel better again. Sign, Digger the Dog. Oh no, poor Digger. Maybe we should take a walk on over to his doghouse and check on him. Let's go, Birdie. Hey, Digger, open your window. Hi, guys. Did you get my note? Yes, we did. We're so sorry that you aren't feeling well today. It sure is rough being a sick dog. Not only do I feel terrible, but I'm also really bored. I wish I could come out and play with you, but all I feel like doing right now is curling up in my dog bed and taking a long dog nap. That's all right, Digger. You should get your rest. And don't worry. We can all play together another time when you are feeling better. Golly, I hope so. All righty. Bye, Angie. Bye, Birdie. 
Poor Digger. I wish there was something we could do for him. Hey, maybe we can get Digger a few things to make him feel better. Let's think. What are some things Digger likes? You're right, Birdie. Digger loves sweet treats. Let's go to my kitchen and see what we have. Alrighty, take a look around and think of something we can make. Let's see. Digger loves bananas. Yes, you're right, Birdie. He loves honey, too. What else? Oh, yeah, peanut butter. Of course. Peanut butter is one of Digger's favorites. Say, why don't we mix these ingredients together and freeze the tasty mixture into a popsicle? In fact, we can call them popsicles in honor of our dear doggy friend. While the popsicles are freezing in the freezer, let's think of another surprise for him. How about a song? I think it is a great idea too, Birdie. Digger loves songs. We will sing him a very special Get Better tune. How about a little something like this? Digger will like that song too. Hey, I think our popsicles are done freezing, Birdie. Let's go back over to Digger's doghouse and see if he is awake from his dog nap. Uh, hey guys, you're back? I thought she'd be out playing and having fun without me. Well, we wanted to do something nice for you. Something that would make you feel better. Really? Yeah. Look, Digger, we made you some popsicles. Oh boy, these are tasty and very soothing. We also wrote a song for you. Gosh, you did? Do you think you could all sing it for me? Sure.
Relax your mind and don't feel blue for now. Just feel better, feel better. Listen to the tune for now. Just feel better and get well soon. Wow, that song was doggone bone-tastic. In fact, I think I'm feeling a little better now. That's great, Digger. I am so happy to have such spectacular friends. It's always fun to share stories and songs with friends. If today's story made you feel better, you can send us a note on the Story Spectacular Facebook group. Birdie and Digger the Dog love hearing from their listeners. You can also follow Story Spectacular on Twitter and Instagram at Storytacular. Check out episode art from today's story and join in on all the fun. Spectacular! Speaking of fun, Digger the Dog is feeling so much better that he'd like to tell us some jokes. His name is Digger and he likes to tell jokes. My name is Digger and I like to tell jokes. I'm going to tell you some funny jokes about feeling under the weather. (laughs) Yeah, jokes always make me feel better. Take it away, Digger. Did you hear the story about the germ? No, I didn't hear the story about the germ. Never mind. I don't want to spread it all over. (laughs) That joke was sick, Digger. Why did the teddy bear go to the doctor? Hmm, why did the teddy bear go to the doctor? Because it was feeling all stuffed up. What do you give a pig with a boo-boo? Hmm, what? Oinkment! (laughs) Does that mean you'd also give a sick bird tweetment? (laughs) It sure does! Laughter is the best medicine! It sure is, and your jokes are just what the doctor ordered. Come back again soon to tell us even more jokes. Sure thing. Come along, Birdie. His name is Digger and he likes to tell jokes. My name is Digger and I like to tell jokes. Today's show was all about sickness and health. Our pal Digger the dog started off the day not feeling very well. But after getting plenty of rest having a little popsicle treat, and singing the Get Well Soon song, Digger was feeling a lot better. Wow, that song was doggone bone-tastic. In fact, he was even up for telling a few silly jokes about feeling under the weather. Sometimes laughter with friends can truly be the best medicine. Story Spectacular Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. I want to take a moment to thank each and every one of my listeners out there. It means the world to me to tell you these spectacular stories each and every week. Now I'm asking you to be a part of the show too. 
I want to hear your voice in our new Animail segment. Here's how it works. Ask a grown-up to record your voice while you pretend to be an animal. You can choose any animal you'd like. Even a dog! That's right! And in your best animal voice, I want you to tell all of our listeners what your favorite episode of Story Spectacular is. When you're done recording, send the audio to Angela at StorySpectacular.com. Then, tune in to hear your voice on the show. Oh boy, I can't wait to meet even more funny animals. Me too. And if you want to stay up to date on all of the spectacular news and get cool bonus content like a free copy of Digger's Daily Routine, plus song downloads and printable activity pages, then be sure to sign up for the Story Squad. It's free to join. Just go to StorySpectacular.com and enter your email at the bottom of the homepage. Spectacular! Thanks for listening. And thanks for helping me feel better, everyone. Story Spectacular! Today's show is titled Adventures of the Baby Foodie, the Case of the Rotten Avocados. It features the vocal talents of American chef and food writer J. Kenji Lopez Alt. If you enjoy today's tasty story collaboration, be sure to subscribe to Story Spectacular on your podcast app. Who wants a story? Welcome to Story Spectacular, the tasty story show you can take on the go. Listen along in the car, while you're in the bathtub, or even while you're enjoying a tasty snack. Yum, yum. I'm your host, Angie. The baby foodie and hot sauce are back for another tasty adventure. They will visit an avocado grove to help Gwen Avocado throw a guacamole party. They help Gwen pick a bunch of avocados, but before they can smash them into guacamole, Dr. Rotten comes by and spoils everything. We have a very special guest to help us today. Chef and food writer J. Kenji Lopez-Alt is here to help tell this funny foodie mystery. So let's begin now. Adventures of the Baby Foodie! The Case of the Rotten Avocados! It's time once again for another installment of The Baby Foodie. He's a tiny tot who wears a cape to fly, then spins it around his neck to use as a handy bib for enjoying tasty meals. Along with his faithful companion Hot Sauce, the baby foodie travels the globe food fighting for justice. Tasty ventures ahoy! 
In today's adventure, the baby foodie and hot sauce will travel to Southern California to an avocado grove. Here, they will help Gwen Avocado prepare for the big guacamole party. Hiya, Gwen Avocado. I'm the baby foodie, and I hear you need a hand picking avocados and mashing them into guacamole. Yeah, thank you so much for coming. We've got a lot of work to do before the big guacamole party this afternoon. How about we start by picking a bushel of avocados? on. Tastes good to me. Gwen leads the baby foodie and hot sauce over to the grove where they each select a spot around an avocado tree and begin harvesting. Gwen gathers the fallen avocados from the ground. Hot sauce picks the low-hanging green fruit that are just within his reach. And the baby foodie uses his cape to fly around the top of the tree and picks the high-hanging avocados with great speedy speed. They toss the fresh-picked avocados into the big bushel basket. As they are busy picking away, a mysterious villain sneaks over to the basket. Hmm, I, Dr. Rotten, think these here avocados look like a rather scrummy snack. But they would taste even better if they were rotten. <laughs> Dr. Rotten waves his magic whisk. Avocadabra! And zap! He transforms the perfectly ripe avocados into spoiled rotten ones. Ah, that's better. I can't wait to eat these fusty, foul little treats now, huh? Huh? Oh no, someone's coming. These tasty treats are going to have to wait till later. Dr. Rotten sneaks away just as the baby foodie, Hot Sauce, and Gwen finish picking. We filled our bushel basket all the way to the top. Now let's wheel it on over to the barn and mash these avocados into guacamole. Haha, <laughs> yeah! Let's guac and roll! They wheel the bushel basket over to the barn. Then Gwen selects an avocado from the top. Hmm, it feels a little soft. I will split it open and take a look inside. When Gwen slices the avocado open, she is shocked. (gasps) Oh no! Instead of a perfectly ripe green inside, the avocado is all brown with little black spots. Why... It's gone completely rotten! Huh, well isn't that just the pits? Here, try cutting up another one and see if it's gone bad too! Gwen split open another avocado and it looked exactly the same. Brown with moldy black spots. Dear me! They're all spoiled rotten. How did this happen so fast? We just picked them. Gwen Avocado started to cry. (laughs) Don't feel blue, my little green friend. Let's toss these spoiled avocados into the compost heap. We can pick more fresh ones in no time at all. The baby foodie, Hot Sauce, and Gwen trekked back out to the field and began once again to harvest ripe avocados from the tree. Then they tossed them into the bushel basket. As the three friends were busy picking, mean old Dr. Rotten returned once again. Ah, now where were we? 
That's right, I was about to have a tasty rotten snack. But what's this? These avocados are all green and ripe. Ugh, disgusting. I'm going to have to doctor rotten them up once more. The rascally rotten doctor pulled out his magic whisk. Avocadabra! And poof! Turned a basket full of avocados rotten once again. <laughs> Spoiler alert, these avocados are now perfectly putrid. Now, time to have a snack. At that very moment, the baby foodie was hovering above an avocado tree picking away when he spotted Dr. Rotten about to take a bite from a freshly spoiled avocado. Holy guacamole! Someone is turning the avocados bad, and now he's trying to steal them! The baby foodie darted down towards the ground. Hey, hold it right there, thief! Those don't belong to you! But mean old Dr. Rotten quickly raced away from the basket <laughs> before the baby foodie could catch him. Hot Sauce and Gwen stopped picking and made their way over to the basket. The bad news is we've got another basket full of rotten avocados. The good news is we know who's behind this dirty, rotten mess. Dr. Rotten has been coming by and spoiling these avocados before we've had a chance to smash them into guacamole. Oh dear, what are we going to do, baby foodie? Have no fear, my pear-shaped friend. Ooh. Hot Sauce and I will set a food trap for Dr. Rotten and catch him in the act. How are you going to do that? First, we're going to need some cheese. Real stinky cheese. <laughs> okay, I know just the place to get it. Gwen Avocado led the baby foodie and hot sauce into the barn basement and rolled out a wheel of stinky smelly blue cheese. We will set this wheel of cheese here, right by the trap door. When Dr. Rotten comes over to take a bite, you pull the lever. Got it, hot sauce? Ooh! They set the trap in place, then hid out of sight. At that very moment, Dr. Rotten was sneaking around the barn looking for a snack. I smell something nice and stinky. I'd better go inspect this promising lead. He tiptoed into the barn and spotted the giant wheel of stinky cheese. What a moldy masterpiece! So stinky and so smelly! I can't wait to have a bite. He ran over to the cheese trap. Now, Hot Sauce! Just then, Hot Sauce pulled the lever and sent Dr. Rotten down the trap door. Well, this is awkward. Hey, let me out of here. The baby foodie ran over to the hole in the floor and shouted down to Dr. Rotten. We've caught you red-handed. Or should I say, rotten-handed. You've ruined your last avocado, Dr. Rotten. Oh, gee, I was just looking for a nice spoiled treat to eat. I turned the avocados because they are my favorite foul, fusty snack. Gwen peered down at Dr. Rotten. Well, you didn't need to turn them rotten. I find overripe avocados on the ground all the time. I would have given them to you if you had just asked politely. Well, golly, I'm sorry for turning your avocados bad. And I'm also sorry for trying to take them without your permission. Apology accepted, Dr. Rotten. Is there anything I can do to make it up to you all? Well, the guacamole party starts in half an hour 
We need all hands on deck to pick and smash all of the avocados in time. How about you help us inspect the avocados before we cut them open? You can keep the rotten ones and we will take the perfectly ripe ones and mash them into guacamole. Avocado, yeah, that sounds stupendous. Haha, <laughs> you know something, Dr. Rotten? You're all ripe. In fact, from now on, let's call you Professor Ripe. Hooray! That's all ripe with me. Now let's make some guacamole. The four friends raced out to the grove and harvested as fast as they could. They filled up the bushel basket in record time and then they wheeled it back to the barn and lined themselves up in a row. First, Professor Ripe inspected each avocado. Here's a ripe one perfect for guacamole. Ah, and here's a brown moldy one. Mm, I'll save this one for later. Next, Gwen split each avocado open and removed the pit. She scooped out the bright green flesh and spooned it into a big bowl. Then hot sauce, Ooh. added some citrus, salt, and some super awesome hot sauce into the bowl and then passed it on down to the baby foodie. He took his super baby fists and mashed and smashed all of the ingredients together to make a superb batch of guacamole. Bravocado! We did it! We finished the guacamole just in time for the party. And look, here come our guests now. Just then, Susie Cucumber Hi. and Garrett the Carrot Howdy. arrived at the barn. Followed by Maria Tortilla and Skip the Chip. Chip, chip, hooray! One by one, the foodie guests strolled into the barn. So glad you all made it! Are you kidding me, Gwen? We wouldn't want to miss this guactastic good time! Just then, Professor Ripe raised his glass of rotten milk. I would like to make an avocado toast. Here's to all of my new gourmet mates. Thank you for letting me be part of the group and for giving me such a wonderfully rotten job inspecting avocados. You all really guac my world. The baby foodie happily raised his baby bottle high in the air. Here, here. Now let's dine and dance, everyone. Hip hop, hooray! Then the baby foodie turned his cape around to use as a handy bib for enjoying a tasty guacamole snack along with hot sauce Ooh. and all of his foodie friends. Together, they spent the rest of the evening munching on delicious green dip Yum. and dancing the avocado shake. <laughs> that was such a fun story. A big thanks to our special guest, J. Kenji Lopez-Alt. Let's hear a little more about the exciting things he's up to. Hey everyone, this is Kenji Lopez-Alt, and I am a stay-at-home dad who lives in San Mateo. I'm also the author of The Food Lab, Better Home Cooking Through Science, uh, which will have a sequel coming out in 2020. You might also find me from time to time at my restaurant in downtown San Mateo called Worst Hall. And I'm also currently writing a children's picture book aimed at four to eight-year-olds. It's about food, but it's not a cookbook. And that is also going to be coming out in the fall of 2020. Thanks, Kenji. Sounds like you're up to some really cool cooking projects. Ooh! I just love fantastic food experiments, don't you? 
Well, lucky for us, Tildy the tortoise is back to tell us some fun facts about how some of our favorite foods were invented. Tildy is a tortoise. She's one of the oldest living creatures on the planet. She's traveled all around the world and has seen many, many things. She's joining us here today to share three fun facts. Isn't that right, Tildy? That is correct, Angie. I've been all around and have seen just about everything there is to see. Today I have some fun facts about surprising food inventions. Fact 1. The popsicle was invented by accident by an 11-year-old boy named Frank Epperson back in 1905. He had mixed some sugary soda powder and water in a cup, then left it outside overnight. When he looked for it the next morning, he discovered that it had frozen. He was so delighted with his new cold treat that he decided to make more. No way! The popsicle fact was so cool, Tildy! Fact 2. Chocolate chip cookies were another happy food accident. Back in 1938 at the Toll House Inn, a woman named Ruth Graves was baking a batch of chocolate cookies. She realized she was out of cocoa powder. Oh dear! So she nabbed some chocolate chips instead and placed them into the cookie dough. She thought the chocolate chips would melt and mix in with the dough while they were baking in the oven. But instead, the chips stayed perfectly in place. Ruth pulled out her new speckled treats and introduced the chocolate chip cookie to the world. Here, everyone, have a new cookie. Oh, what a sweet story, Tildy. I love chocolate chip cookies. Me too. Say, do you have a fun fact about any other kinds of chips? Why, I'm glad you asked, Angie. That brings me to fact three. The potato chip was invented by George Crumb back in 1853. Crumb was a chef in a restaurant as well. He was dealing with a very picky customer who kept sending his home fried potatoes back to the kitchen, complaining that they were too thick and soggy. Fooey, I'll show him. George Crumb was getting very annoyed and decided to cut the potatoes as thin as he possibly could and then fried them until they were entirely crispy the whole way through. He sent them back out to the fussy customer, and much to Crumb's surprise, the restaurant guest loved this new potato chip invention. Yummy! More potato chips, please! (laughs) Chip chip hooray for potato chips! This makes me want to experiment in the kitchen and invent something new. (laughs) Ha ha, me too, Angie. If I ever become the first tortoise to invent something as tasty as a potato chip, I'll be sure to come back and let you know. Sounds good to me, Tildy. Come back again soon with even more fun facts. Goodbye, my little food experimenters. Today's show was a celebration of food innovation. 
we went on another tasty adventure with the baby foodie and helped Gwen Avocado solve the mystery of who was turning the avocados rotten. <laughs> After catching Dr. Rotten in the act, Gwen convinced him to change his name and his rotten ways and become the official avocado inspector. Hooray for Professor Wright! We also heard about some incredible food inventions from Tildy the Tortoise. I can't wait to get in the kitchen and make something spectacular! Story Spectacular! Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. To watch spectacular videos of your favorite stories and to purchase my original children's books, go to storyspectacular.com. A big thank you once again to our culinary pal, J. Kenji Lopez-Alt. Learn more about J. Kenji at kenjilopezalt.com. And parents, pick up a copy of his cookbook, The Food Lab, Better Cooking Through Science. Find it wherever foodie books are sold. And as always, if you love this show, then tell someone you know. Tell all of your foodie friends about this tasty little podcast. Together, we can all enjoy sharing fun stories while enjoying tasty meals. Thanks for listening. Tasty Ventures Ahoy! Story Spectacular! Today's show is titled Coral the Seahorse Explorer. If you enjoy today's sea saga, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review Story Spectacular on your podcast app. Who wants a story? Welcome to Story Spectacular, the undersea show you can take on the go. Listen along underwater, while you're eating seaweed, or even while you're riding on a seahorse. I'm your host, Angie. Today, we have an exciting sea saga. Coral the seahorse loves exploring the deep blue ocean. One day, she finds a remarkable treasure in a sunken pirate ship. What will she do with her newfound fortune? Let's find out and begin our seahorse tale now. Coral the Seahorse Explorer There once was a little seahorse named Coral. Nice to see you! She lived in an ocean paradise. Coral spent her days exploring the crystal blue seas. She'd dive into deep water caves and discover aquatic artifacts. Hey, look! A fossilized shell! She would bring her findings back to the sea village to show everybody. Wow! 
You find the coolest stuff, Coral. Flora the Flounder remarked, What a brave seahorse you are, said Bubbles the Crab. Then Stella the Starfish chimed in, I can't wait to see what you discover next. One day, Coral decided to go on her most ambitious expedition yet. She packed all of her explorer gear and borrowed a headlamp from her neighbor, Mr. Anglerfish. Thank you. You're welcome, Coral. Then she made her way over to Triton's Trench, a steep undersea drop-off that was very deep and very dark. It was a place that Coral had never explored before, but today she was ready. Ha <laughs> let's go for it. Coral turned on the light of her headlamp. Then, using her strong curly tail, she rappelled down seaweed vines and descended into Triton's Trench. She climbed further and further down, using only her headlamp to find the way. Hmm, I've been climbing for a while now. I wonder if I'll ever reach the bottom. Then, finally, Coral's tail touched down on some smooth sand. The seahorse scanned the bottom of the dark ocean floor with her headlamp. Hmm, all I see are rocks and seaweed. Then, she spotted something in the distance with her light. A big wooden structure of some kind. Huh, what could that be? I'd better get a closer look. Coral the seahorse swam closer and closer. Why, I don't believe my eyes. It's a sunken pirate ship. Ahoy, I can't wait to explore it. Coral the seahorse swam with delight through a round portal window and made her way inside the sunken ship. Her light guided her through abandoned chambers. In one room, there were cannons and cannonballs. Blimey, I better stay away from those. In another room, there were old sailing tools that were once used to navigate the high seas. What fascinating findings! Coral saw an old telescope, a compass, and even a tattered map. Whoa! Coral whipped out her notepad and quickly drew some sketches of these remarkable artifacts. Cool! I wonder what else is down here? The seahorse swam up to the main deck to see the tall mass of the ship still intact. There was a ladder up to a crow's nest lookout. Neato! Coral swam over to a door at the stern of the ship. It was cracked open just enough for the little seahorse to swim through. Inside, she saw a room filled with treasures. Oh, wow, treasure! This must have been the captain's quarters! There were glistening goblets of gold, sparkling jewelry studded with rubies and emeralds, and little figurine statues made of shining silver. How magnificent! Then Coral saw a trunk in the corner of the room. 
She swam over to it and lifted the lid with her tail. The little seahorse pulled with all of her might until the top opened to reveal hundreds of gold coins. Whoa. Coral blinked her eyes. I must be dreaming. In all of my exploring adventures, I've never seen anything like this. I can't wait to show the others. But wait. How on earth will a little seahorse like me transport all of this treasure back to the sea village? Hmm. Coral thought for a moment. Maybe I can find something else on this ship to help me. She swam back out to the ship deck and looked around with her headlamp. Then she spotted it. Eureka! A great big catapult. That's exactly what I need to launch my treasures up out of Triton's Trench and over to the sea village. First, I will write a note and send a test launch. Coral pulled a sheet of paper from her notepad and jotted down a message. She wrapped her note around a golden goblet and placed it in the catapult basket. Here goes nothing, she said with a grin. Then Coral pulled the lever and launched the catapult. Her note soared up over the tall walls of the trench and jetted over to the sea village where it landed at the fin of Flora Flounder. Huh, what's this? Flora read the note. Hey, everyone, it's a message from Coral the Seahorse. She says... Hello, everyone. Make way and keep your eyes towards the sky. I have a big surprise coming your way. All of the sea creatures in the village looked up and saw another object falling from the sky. Incoming! What's this? said Bubbles the crab. Why, it's a gold face. It must be from Coral, said Stella the starfish with excitement. Soon more treasures came from the sky and landed in the sea village. Coral continued launching the treasures from the pirate ship one by one in the catapult until every last piece was sent up and over the trench. Now it's time for me to go back to the sea village too. Coral the seahorse loaded herself into the catapult and then pulled the lever. Whee! She launched up the steep walls of Triton's Trench and over to the sea village. She landed safely on the ocean floor. Everyone cheered for Coral the Seahorse. Hooray for the Seahorse Explorer! Nay, way to go, Coral! I love hearing all about your undersea adventures. Hey parents, you can keep your child entertained with hours of spectacular story adventures too. Download full episodes of Story Spectacular to your device to listen offline, anytime, anywhere. Many podcast apps even allow you to make custom playlists. It's perfect for you to make your own Story Spectacular road trip mix or sleepy time playlist. 
Have fun listening to wholesome content everywhere you go, even undersea. Wow, let's go for it. Speaking of fun undersea, Tildy the tortoise is back to tell us some fun facts about seahorses. Tildy is a tortoise. She's one of the oldest living creatures on the planet. She's traveled all around the world and has seen many, many things. She's joining us here today to share three fun facts. Isn't that right, Tildy? That is correct, Angie. I've been all around and have seen just about everything there is to see. Today I have some fun facts about seahorses. Fact 1. Seahorses can change color to blend in with their surroundings or to express their emotions. Nay, I'm in a purple mood today. Neato. I wish I could change colors like a seahorse. Then I'd really make a splash. Fact 2. Not only do seahorses look cool, but they can also see really well, too. Hey, everyone! Come and see how good I look! Seahorses can move their eyes independently and spot predators or prey in nearly any direction. (laughs) (laughs) Another good reason to call them a seahorse! Haha, <laughs> that's a good one, Angie. And it brings me to fact three. The real reason they call these little marine creatures seahorses is because the top of their head resembles the head of a horse. <laughs> seahorses have a curved neck and a snout that points down. But that's where the resemblance ends, because unlike regular horses, seahorses have curly tails that they use to grasp undersea objects and anchor themselves in the water. Cool! I bet seahorses also like to wag their tail when they're horsing around. (laughs) You might be right about that one, Angie. If I ever see something amazing like a seahorse race, I'll be sure to come back and let you know. Sounds good to me, Tildy. Come back again soon to tell us even more fun facts. Goodbye, young explorers. Today's show was an undersea success. We heard about Coral the Seahorse Explorer, who discovered a sunken pirate ship with a bounty of treasure. Coral found a clever way to transport the treasure back to the sea village by using a catapult. We also heard from Tildy the Tortoise, who told us three fun facts about seahorses. Isn't it wonderful to discover new things? Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. To watch spectacular videos and to purchase my original children's books, go to storyspectacular.com. If you like today's Silly Sea Saga, you might also enjoy my book, Lawrence the Lighthouse, the story of a shy lighthouse who's afraid of the ocean. Discover what happens when Lawrence falls into the water. You can purchase this title and my other books at storiespectacular.com and on Amazon. 
Thanks again for tuning in to today's Undersea Show. Come back again soon to discover even more spectacular stories. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, young explorers. Hooray for the Seahorse Explorer! Story Spectacular! Today's show is titled The Spectacular Pool Party. If you think this episode is really pool, be sure to hit the subscribe button on your podcast app. Who wants a story? Welcome to Story Spectacular, the fun party show you can take on the go. Listen along on your beach towel, while you're eating watermelon slices, yum, yum. or even while you're swimming the doggy paddle. I'm your host, Angie. To celebrate the last show of the season, let's have a pool party. We will play along with Birdie and Digger the dog, and we will also hear a short story about another silly swimmer. <laughs> so let's get this cool pool party started now. A spectacular pool party. Hi, Birdie. Where's Digger? The show has started, and he was supposed to come over here and play in the swimming pool with us. Oh, look! He left us a note. It says, Dear Birdie and Angie, I'm running a little late for the pool party because I have a big surprise for you. I can't wait to show you all. See you soon. Signed, Digger the Dog. Wow, a surprise? I wonder what it'll be. I'm so excited, I feel like I have ants in my pants. Hey, while we're waiting for Digger the dog to come along with a surprise, why don't I tell you a silly story about another bird who likes to play in the water. This story is called The Rubber Ducky Pool Party. <laughs> One hot summer day, some pool toys were gathered up into a big red bucket and brought outside. There were so many wonderful water toys, like a pool noodle, a beach ball, a toy tugboat, and a little rubber ducky. Quack, quack. Hey, I'm a bath toy. I've never been outside before. The rubber ducky quacked. Oh boy. The tugboat beeped. You're in for a real treat. We're gonna go swimming in the pool. The toys were dumped out onto the soft grass in the big backyard. Quack. Say, where is this pool anyway? Just follow the hose. The beach ball replied as it started to bounce across the yard. The other toys skipped with glee as the little ducky trailed behind. 
All of the toys followed the hose and found their way over to a big blue plastic pool. The little rubber ducky gazed up at the tall walls of the big pool. Whoa! How do you get up into this pool? Just then, a red toy fire truck raced around the corner. Does anyone need a lift? Sure. The fire truck hoisted up its ladder and the pool toys climbed <laughs> up. Wait for me. One by one, they reached the top edge of the pool. Whoa. The little rubber ducky was the last one in line and reluctantly waddled up the ladder. Quack. I don't know about this. It reached the top and looked down into the pool. Quack. This is huge! Much bigger than my bathtub! Ha-ha! <laughs> the beach ball beamed with excitement! Are you ready to jump in, little ducky? Quack! I don't know! The water looks awfully cold! I'm used to nice, warm bath water! Ha-ha! <laughs> Have no fear, ducky dear! Said the kind pool noodle! Why don't I hop in first and test the water? The long pool noodle gracefully arced forward and gently dipped down into the water, then popped back up. It's perfect! Hop in, everyone! One by one, the pool toys hopped into the water. The beach ball bounced around. Radical. And the little tugboat bobbed up and down. Oh boy, this is fun. Jump on in, rubber ducky. Quack. No way. This pool is too big for me to swim in. And what if it started to rain out here? <laughs> That's the point. Who cares? You will already be wet. Quack. There's no soap or bubbles. What if you get dirty while you're playing outside? Getting dirty is half the fun. Hey, look, even the fire truck jumped into the pool. All right. You gotta come in, little ducky, and join in on the pool party. The little ducky watched the others <laughs> laugh and play. Wah. It does look awfully fun, but I'm scared to jump in. Maybe I will close my eyes and count to three. One, two, three. Quack. No, I can't do it. The little ducky was about to jump in, but then chickened out at the last second. Instead, the little ducky slipped Whoops. and fell backwards Whoa. off the edge of the pool and down onto the grass. The other pool toy stopped playing and called out to the little ducky. Rubber ducky, where are you? But before the little ducky could speak, it saw the hand of a little boy reach down and pick it up. The rubber ducky was being carried away. Quack, where am I going? The little boy held on to the rubber ducky in one hand and climbed up the steps of a ladder. When they reached the top, the ducky looked down and saw that they were at the tip top of a slide. The bottom of the slide led into the pool. What? Just then, the little boy sat down with the ducky in his lap and slid down the slide. The pool toys cheered as they watched the rubber ducky and the little boy make a big splash into the pool. You did it, little ducky. You're in the pool. What? I am. I'm in the pool. This is amazing. Wow.
And so, the little rubber ducky enjoyed the rest of the hot summer day playing along with the little boy and the other pool toys in the big blue pool. Wasn't that a silly story, Birdie? I thought so too. Hey, look! I see Digger the dog coming this way, and he has something in his wheelbarrow. I wonder what it is. Hi, Digger. Hey, everyone. I have a surprise for you in my wheelbarrow, but I covered it with my beach towel because I want you to guess what it is. Okay, sounds fun. Hmm, well, the beach towel is covering something really big that's in the shape of a round oval. So, I'm going to guess it's a rock? <laughs> nope, try again. What do you think it is, Birdie? Ooh, Birdie thinks it's a big egg. Is she right, Digger? <laughs> nope, good guess. I'll give you one more try. It's something you can eat and it's sweet and tasty. Ooh, I think I know what it is. Let's say our guess together on the count of three. One, two, three. A watermelon! Haha, <laughs> you're right. Look under my towel. Wow, that's the biggest watermelon I have ever seen. And I know just what I want to do with it. Let's cut the watermelon in half and have a tasty snack. Mm -hmm. You and I can eat the delicious fruity flesh, Angie, and Birdie can have the watermelon seeds. Then we will hollow it out and make a boat with a big green watermelon rind. That sounds like a splendid idea, Digger. I'll karate chop it in half. Hiya! Good job, Angie. Now let's eat. Mmm, this is the tastiest watermelon I have ever had. Good job eating, everyone. All of the red fruity inside parts are gone. And now we have a big green watermelon boat. We sure do. Now let's see if it floats in the pool. Hooray! It floats. Now let's go for a ride. I'll use my dog shovel to paddle us around. <laughs> this is so fun. Summertime fun. 
Make your summer the best it can be by taking Story Spectacular along with you. You can make playlists of your favorite episodes and download them to your device to listen offline anytime, anywhere. Perfect for road trips, camping adventures, and beachside listening. <sighs> a little while back, I even made a playlist that's just spectacular songs that you can download. It's perfect for pool parties. Hooray! Speaking of which, let's get back to our cool pool fun. Welcome back, Angie. Birdie and I just swam a lap around the pool. I don't know about you, but we're having so much fun. How about we have even more fun and you can tell us a few jokes, Dicker the Dog? <laughs> you know me, I like to tell jokes. His name is Digger and he likes to tell jokes. My name is Digger and I like to tell jokes. Today's jokes are all about swimming pools. Take it away, Digger. Sure. Why did the elephant get kicked out of the swimming pool? Uh-oh, why did the elephant get kicked out of the swimming pool? Because he kept dropping his trunks. Oh dear, that's one way to make some waves. Why did the teacher jump into the swimming pool? Hmm, why did the teacher jump into the swimming pool? Because she wanted to test the water. Ah, A plus. Sounds like a master class in Splash. Why did the mom fill up her minivan with water? I don't know why. Because she wanted to carpool. <laughs> I bet she likes to drive down the carpool swimming lane. Hey Digger, I have a joke for you. What kind of swimming stroke does Digger the dog like to do in the pool? Hmm, what kind? The doggy paddle! Roo roo! You're right, Angie! I love doing me some doggy paddling! This was the best pool party ever! It sure was! Come back again soon to tell us even more funny jokes! Sure thing! Come along, birdie! His name is Digger and he likes to tell jokes. My name is Digger and I like to tell jokes. Today's show was so cool. We had so much fun telling the rubber ducky story, <laughs> eating watermelon, singing a song, playing in the pool, and hearing some silly jokes from Digger the Dog. I'd say this pool party went swimmingly. Hooray! Story Spectacular! Story Spectacular is written and hosted by Angela Ferrari. To watch spectacular story and dance videos or to purchase my original children's books, go to storyspectacular.com. Thanks again for listening to another spectacular season of the show. I have so much fun sharing stories with you. If you want to support this show, please share it with your friends. 
Make everyone's summer the best with spectacular stories. Woohoo! Thanks for listening. Have a real pool summer, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Summertime Playlist Volume 3. I hope you enjoyed this fun story mix. Have a wonderful summer, everyone!